Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, everybody. It's your friend Adam from golfunfiltered.com. Thank you for downloading another episode of the Golf Unfiltered podcast. Before we get into today's episode with PGA Tour player Kyle Thompson, I have a little favor to ask of you. If you enjoy this podcast and you like what we do and you like reading the site golfunfiltered.com, go out to iTunes and rate us five stars and leave us a review. What that's going to do for us is it's going to help us move up a little bit in the search rankings on iTunes whenever anybody wants to find a new golf podcast to listen to. I'm also going to ask, if you don't mind, to go ahead and share this podcast with your friends. We've gotten a lot of great feedback from people who have done that. Uh, We've got a growing audience, thanks in part to uh, all the hard work that you do at sharing this podcast. But I also want to give a special shout-out to all my friends over at THP Media and thehackersparadise.com. We've been getting a lot of great feedback from you as well. Uh, We're going to continue to make these episodes and make them available to you at THP Media as well as their uh, their app that you can download and listen to our, our episodes as well. And so thank you very much to everyone who has downloaded uh, over the 122 episodes, which is still crazy to me when I think about it. Uh, but if you could do those two things for me, that would be the best way you can uh, support this show, uh, show that we actually don't make any money on, and this is really just a labor of love. So that would be greatly appreciated. Okay, I'm off my soapbox. I hope you enjoy this week's episode. People don't realize it. I think it's just, oh man, you're, you're just playing golf. You know, well, that's got to be a dream come true to play golf. I mean, yeah, it is, but it's, it's a damn job. That's hard work. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Golf Unfiltered podcast. As I mentioned at the top, I am Adam from golfunfiltered.com. You can follow me on Twitter at golfunfiltered. Send me an email, golfunfiltered at gmail.com. Folks, as you know, we try to keep things fun here on the podcast, and we want to bring people on the show that will help you enjoy the game a little bit more. And every so often, we do like to dabble in the pro game, as you know. And so today, we welcome Mr. Kyle Thompson, PGA Tour player, to the show to talk to us a little bit about uh, his quest to get back onto the tour, as well as uh, some of his experiences as of late. So, Kyle, how are you tonight? Doing great, Adam. Appreciate you having me on your uh, on your podcast here. I appreciate you uh, coming on tonight and talking uh, and sharing a little bit with us about your journey here in uh, in the golf world. But for folks who might not know too much about uh, Kyle Thompson or who might not recognize your name, why don't you give us a little background about your playing career, where you went to school, and and that type of thing? Sure. Um, you know, basically, uh, I've lived my whole life in South Carolina. Um, I played high school golf and, and college golf at the University of South Carolina, where I was an All-American there in college, and then um, turned pro back in 2001, the fall of 2001. Um, my first pro event was the Monday qualifier in Utah uh, for the Web.com event. I drove out there. 
I mean, I can remember the whole trip like it was yesterday. I did four four events out there. I drove there. I drove to Tri Cities, Washington, where I did qualify. Then I, I went to uh, Eugene, Oregon, where I also qualified. That was Monday, September 10th. Then obviously September 11th was the, the attacks on on our country. But um, so I played the web tour. I got my status on the web tour in 2003. And since 2003, I've had status on the web or PGA Tour every year, um, two years being on the PGA Tour. And so um, have a, I've had a lot of experience in the, on the web tour, but not as much as I'd like to have on the PGA Tour. But hopefully that's going to change real soon. Well, and it sounds like it might because you are in the the top 25 or the 25, as it's called, on the web.com tour. And Quite frankly, you're on number four on that money list, so you're moving on to the PGA Tour yeah. here next year. So, congratulations on that. Thank you, thank you. It's been a it's been a, a great season, probably by far the most consistent season I've ever had. Of um, I, I won the first term of the year in the Bahamas. I don't know if any of you guys watched it on television. It was blowing about thirty to forty, and it was pure carnage. And uh, <laughs> we were we were on TV, I think Sunday through Wednesday. So it was it was it was cool for our, our tour to have that going on, and we got a little extra press because of that. But um, it was brutal. One guy lost like thirty two golf balls in Thursday <laughs> and Friday's rounds. Wow, so, yeah. that's an uh, insane but, number. But yeah, so I got off to a good start with that, and then um, I've had a couple of other seconds, and I've had you know a few other top top 20s but um it's been a, a solid year it's been a year that um you know quite frankly we we all work hard at our games uh, at our craft and, and i've worked my butt off in the last few years but there's plenty of years where I, I haven't gotten much out of it and it's been nice to finally get some results um this year you know and i feel like i put my my work in and, and to get the results now is it's pretty special it's it's got to be great to pay off in that regard, you know, putting all that hard work in, seeing the, you know, the fruits of your labor, so to speak. And, you know, one of the things that we hear a lot about, Kyle, when we uh, podcasters talk to a PGA Tour player is just life on tour and how difficult it is to kind of make it. And, you know, it's not all mm-hmm. glitz and glam all the time, you know, what we see on, on television, but... You know, uh, how difficult is it on tour, especially, you know, on the web.com tour, you're trying to get to that next stage. You got to meet a certain money criteria to move on to the next stage. And, oh, by the way, I know that you're a family man, and so you've got to balance all the responsibilities of having a family. I mean, that's that's got to be stressful. It is. It, it, it definitely is. Um, you know, the way I've, I've told people in the past is like, you know, imagine you have a job where at the start of the year, you know that you're going to spend about 60000 to do your job. And that's, what I, that's about what I spend to travel and, and all that every year. Mm-hmm. And then that's not counting all my expenses back home. So say another 60000 back home. So before I ever leave my house, I'm 120000 in the hole. So, so basically just to, to break even, to make your, pay your bills, I've got to make one hundred twenty grand on the golf course or, <laughs> or through endorsements or whatever it might be, you know, income. And so – uh, that's tough, you know, and that's some stress on you. And, and a lot of people don't realize it. They think it's just, oh man, you're, you're just playing golf. You know, well, that's gotta be a dream come true just to play golf. I mean, yeah, it is, but it's, it's a damn job. It's hard work and, uh, <laughs> and it can be very stressful because, you know, as a golfer, we basically eat what we kill, you know, we're not getting huge contracts like you do in baseball and football or, you know, these other, these other sports. And, um, but that's also what makes it so unique and I think so fulfilling when you play well 
is that, you know, you get all the credit for yourself. I mean, you, you're the reason you succeeded. And, you know, we all have our, our, um, our team, you know, I've got a great caddy. Um, I've got a great group of, uh, sponsors and, and my clothing company and my, my club company, everybody behind is hundred percent on board behind me. But, um, at the end of the day, I'm the one hitting the golf shot. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a pretty unique, uh, way to make a living. And that's a unique way to put it too. You know, I, I hadn't considered the, the kind of starting behind the eight ball already. Um, you know, when, before you <laughs> yeah. even peg it up, so to speak. And, you know, you had mentioned the team and, you know, you had said that it's kind of analogous to other sports, but different in other ways, being a, a tour player. Uh, but there's other costs that are associated and probably roll into that 120000 that you mentioned. You know, you guys don't have a players mm-hmm. union, so you have to kind of fend for yourself on, on everything, such as, you know, health insurance and and travel costs, as you yeah. mentioned, and everything else. It, it's got to be just mind boggling for someone uh, who's uh, obviously not in the situation you are right now where you're able to move on to the PGA Tour again and you're able to play in some bigger events. But consider of Tour Pro listeners that maybe doesn't make the cut ever. <laughs> you know, I mean, that you're basically, yeah. you're playing yeah. you're playing in the red the entire time. Yeah, it's, I feel for the guys so much that are struggling. I really do. I've never wished upon anybody. I've been there. I've had you know, a few years where I've just, I couldn't get my, my, my shit together, to put it bluntly. And I, I, you know, it's, 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 a, it's such a tough sport because the harder you try, a lot of times the worse you, you, you become. And so, um, my advice to the guys who are struggling and, and to you amateurs out there listening, it just try, try less, you know, it's, it's not, it doesn't help you to, tr- to be careful and to try to be perfect because, um, that's, it just doesn't work that way. And, I know from my own experience that, you know, if I start making a, a certain shot too important or, um, you know, putting too much emphasis on it, usually I'll choke or I'll fail, you know, and I play my best golf and I'm having fun and I'm smiling, I'm talking to people and just kind of enjoying the moment. And that's, that's what works for me. Some, some guys try to be ultra serious out there and, and never smile. And uh, it, I've tried that. It just doesn't work for me. I, I, I don't play very well when I'm angry. I play better <laughs> when I'm, enjoying it so yeah I, th- I think most of us do and can relate with that kyle and and you know it's interesting too you know to help with you know the experience for the web.com tour player you know we got to get the purses up as well obviously and and as part mm-hmm. of that what the webcop web.com tour did recently was reach out to uh, an athlete that doesn't play golf for a living and that's steph curry you know the the guard from the uh, Golden State Warriors, and yeah. you know it was a very popular topic at the time, and you know it had some controversy around it. Some people didn't really know how they felt about someone coming in to kind of just play for a weekend and then you know not necessarily be a pro golfer. But you know I've never had the chance to actually ask it to someone who who played who plays in the tour. Uh, I, now my mm-hmm. understanding is you well, weren't actually playing that week, but what was yeah. your take on Steph Curry? Uh, getting involved in the web.com. I, I thought there was nothing but positives about it. I, I, I didn't play that week. I just finished four straight tournaments and I was beat. But, um, you know, when you've got, I think it was a, I'm pretty sure that was the same week of our PGA championship. Uh, I think we had a major and, mm-hmm. or maybe that was the open. I can't remember. We had a couple of really big events in the other parts of golf that were going on. I think an LPGA had a big event. But the most talked about thing Thursday and Friday was Steph Curry. 
and everybody wanted to watch, you know, and, and, and follow that. And so I think anytime you can get that sort of media response um, to anything that has to do with the web.com tour, it's a great thing. And Steph Curry is nothing but a class act and handled himself really well and played extremely well. I mean, to shoot four over back-to-back days on a, on a tour setup golf course, even though, the, you know, it's not the hardest course in the world, but that's getting it done. That's really playing some solid golf. And mm-hmm. um, speaking with other other fellow pros that interact with him, they said he was amazing. Just awesome guy, just what you think he'd be. And that's that was really cool to hear. But, um, you know, I, I thought it was a great great thing for the web tour i don't necessarily think he took a spot away from anybody you know i think um i think with the term of giving that sponsor exemption they could have given that to anybody they wanted and to give to somebody that could have a true impact on on the event i think was a a genius move you know it's, it's interesting too because with the whole concept of sponsor exemptions and there's other examples of people getting sponsors exemptions um who might not play golf as often as the people that do on tour um, both on the, mm-hmm. the men's side and the female side. And, and I agree with you, though. I mean, if they're going to, they have the ability to give that to anybody they want. And if it's to draw eyeballs to their product, it's just going to help you guys out in the long run. Um, but what I do think is interesting, too, and, and, and you kind of touched on this, Kyle, is it speaks to Steph Curry's performance, speaks to just the, the leap in talent that has to occur in order for someone to compete with you guys. I mean, Steph Curry obviously a world-class athlete in a different sport, but also a hell of a golfer. But there is still that big jump from people of his caliber to what you do every day. And and can you kind of paint the picture for our listeners a little bit about how big of a divide there is? I mean, the slogan's not just catchy. These guys are good. I mean, you guys are exceptional. Yeah. Well, it, it it's pretty hard to put into words, really. But a, a tour pro, a guy that's done it, you know, their whole life, especially a PGA Tour pro. It's, um, it's you can't even compare them to a top ranked amateur, or even, or, or especially like a, a top, uh, you know, amateur at your club, or even your your club pro. Um, the the guys that have that have made a career playing golf, they're they're on a total different level. And you know, if, if the best amateur that you know shot 68 the other day, and that's the lowest round he's shot in a while. Any tour pro that plays at that course in the same tees and the same setup, their worst day would be a 67, 68, <laughs> their very worst day. And yeah. so it, it's, yeah, it, it's a total different level. But, you know, when you do it as often as we do, the guys who are doing it for a living, you, you think differently. We think on a different plane, I think, than the amateurs. And that's what separates us because, you know, we're hitting it. We, we're not shooting at pins like you they make you think on TV that we're trying to stuff it every time. Right. We're playing the odds, you know, and what we do is we play it. Uh, we're playing to the fat side of the hole a lot of times. And we're making a lot of putts, you know, and we're not giving shots away. And, and that's something I think that, that um, amateurs could benefit from a lot of times is being a little safer, playing it, you know, to the fat side of the green, two putts are fine. You know, like don't three putt any, don't, don't make a bogey. when you have a wedge in your hand, little things like that, that, uh, that, that pros do that, that AMs sometimes struggle with. See, listeners, you don't have to shoot at every pin. Just take it from Kyle Thompson. He's, he just gave <laughs> you, he's just saved you five strokes for your next round. Uh, you know, Kyle, uh, you had mentioned that, uh, you know, you've got a team with you. You've got a lot of sponsors for you. And, and I know that you've recently begun working with Chase 54, uh, which is an apparel company. Um, listeners to this mm-hmm. podcast and readers of the site love equipment. They love apparel. I've had the opportunity to test out 
and try on a uh, Chase 54 polo. But how did you guys uh, get started with Chase 54? Well, uh, this is my first year with them. My my manager, Paul Graham, who he used to manage hooting the blowfish during their heyday, but he brought me the opportunity to to partner with Chase 54. And it's been a great fit for me. Their their clothing is is awesome. It's um, what I love about it. It's it's a different style than you see with every other company, and the material just lasts forever. I've I've worn some shirts this year, you know, four or five times, and and none of them are showing any wear and tear. And the collar is another thing that stood out to me because they put these little I don't even know what you call them little metal things in the collars, and so they never yep. go bad. But, um, you know, they've, they've been really good to me. They've sent me a lot of product and uh, been really happy wearing all their stuff. And it's, it's a, lot of, a lot of that stuff is great in the summer. I live in South Carolina where it gets pretty damn hot. And uh, <laughs> if, if you've got a shirt that's just sticking to you, it's hard to turn, <laughs> turn and hit the golf ball. So, um, yeah, they, they've got some really uh, high-tech stuff with a lot of technology that they put in there. And, uh, like I said, I couldn't be happier. They, I think they've got – their newest line is coming out this fall. I believe it's called Boundaries Unknown. So if mm. you get a chance to, to check it out, that's what I wore in the U.S. Open earlier this year was that the, their newest line. And uh, it's it's good stuff. And, you know, I've, I've just been blessed to have them. And I've got, you know, great products with all my sponsors, really. I've, I've got Tideless Golf Ball, uh, Ball Shoe Glove Deal with them. I use TaylorMade Woods, TaylorMade Bag, TaylorMade Hat. And then I can use any irons I want, and I also use the Titleist irons. And so, um, you know, I feel like head to toe, uh, I couldn't be happier with everything equipment-wise and, and everything that I've got that I wear and um, my support group, my caddy, my, my wife, everything is uh, kind of clicking on all cylinders right now. So I'm pretty pretty happy guy. I got to say, the uh, the Chase 54 polo was fantastic. And listeners, you're going to be able to see a review on golfunfiltered.com uh, in the next week or so about uh, the product that I tested. But, you know, Kyle, you had mentioned uh, you were you were donning Chase 54 at the U.S. Open at Aaron Hills, and I would certainly be remiss if I didn't bring this up. Uh, Aaron Hills, certainly one of the longest major venues ever. Um, and I know that you can put it out there. I mean, I was looking at your stats earlier, and you can put it out there over 295 uh, on average. Uh, but there are some guys that do it much further than that. And, you know, a couple of names we can think of, Dustin Johnson, Gary Woodland, a few others. Uh, the hot topic sure. nowadays, Kyle, is is distance a concern right now in the pro game? What are your thoughts? You know, um, yeah, those guys do bomb it. Uh, and I, 295 used to be long. I'm a short knocker now. I just want to set the record straight here. Um, but, <laughs> I'll, ta- I'll take it. You know, though, my, you thoughts on the go- <laughs> my thoughts on, on the golf ball, I do think it, it could be going a little far. I mean, uh, the best golf courses to me aren't the big monsters like we played at the Open. I mean, it was fun to play it once, but I wouldn't want to play there every day. I, I, I much rather play a golf course where you've got – three different clubs you can hit off a lot of tees where you've got to make a decision. Do I want to be aggressive? Do I want to play, you know, kind of medium aggressive or just be very conservative? Um, that's, that's what I think championship golf should be. And, you know, Aaron Hills was neat. The fact that um, the rolling Hills and the high fescue and stuff, but there was not any, you know, there maybe is one club, one hole where you had to choose whether it's a driver or three wood off the tee. Every, basically every shot was, you know, just send it as hard as you could. And as far as you could, and it was pretty wide, so you couldn't really get in a lot of trouble. And so um, my idea of the perfect golf course is more of the traditional tree line, deep rough, penalty for not hitting it straight, 
do I hit three wood here? Do I hit a five wood? What, you know, what's the risk reward um, for playing different shots? I think that's, uh, that's the kind of golf courses that I enjoy playing the most. Yeah. And there's some great examples on tour and and other uh, tours as well uh, with just great short par fours. I mean, you just need to put, you know, some well-placed hazards here and there and make the guys think every so often. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think it really lends itself to more, even from a viewer's perspective, it's it's more fun to watch, you know, and it does kind of get 100%. a hundred percent. You look at like, yeah, I mean, TPC Sawgrass, they've done that course now that, you know, there's a bunch of different clubs you get off of 18, off of, you know, the new par four they just remodeled. What is it? 10, 11, 12, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that hole is a, a great hole now. You can try to drive it on the green or you can lay it back. Um, you know, there's all kinds of things you can do a course design that kind of can negate how far the ball's going. And so that's kind of where I wish golf courses would go instead of just trying to make the biggest, longest, you know, monster you can. That's my opinion. I, I tend to agree with you, sir. Uh, and Kyle, I want to be, uh, very, I'm very thankful for your time tonight. I know you're being very generous. You got a tea time tomorrow. Uh, you're playing an event uh, as well, uh, this weekend. And so, uh, you had mentioned earlier and I had mentioned that the uh, listeners to the show are, are big gearheads. They like talking about golf equipment. And what I found interesting in what you, in one of your answers was that you do play a mixed bag. And so, uh, you know, we're, we're seeing mm-hmm. more of that on tour. Uh, we certainly see that among amateurs such as myself. You know, we play a lot of different brands. But is that something that you're – that's reality, that our perception is reality, that more players on tour are playing mixed uh, bags of equipment? I think you're seeing more and more of that. Um, every golf company out there makes incredible stuff. And not to say that, that going all top to bottom one company – isn't a good way to do it. I mean, I've done it that way, but I'm in a place right now with my equipment that I couldn't be happier really because um, I'm, I'm hitting a tailor-made driver, which in my mind is the best driver out there right now. I mean, there's, there's some other good drivers too, but uh, I love the tailor-made driver. I'm hitting the ball really straight. I'm, I think I'm top 10 or 15 in accuracy this year, which is so important in pro golf is to get the ball in the fairway. And then, you know, I've got the tailor-made, or excuse me, the tideless irons. They've got, uh, I'm hitting the TMB irons. I think they're made in Japan or something, but they are awesome. They've got a tungsten plug in the back. Last year, I actually bought the dang things. They they weren't giving them away to the web guys. They would give us like the <laughs> three, four, and a five iron. Yeah. I can't explain why they did this, but they wouldn't give us the six, seven, eight, nine wedge. And <laughs> it got to be a joke because every week that I played well towards the end of the season, I would order one more club. They're, they're charging like 195 bucks a club or something. Um, but... I loved them. And what I could do with them is I could decrease or, you know, make the lofts a little weaker, but because the heads are a little hotter, I could launch the ball much higher and it would come down at a, at a sharper descending angle, which for a guy that that's a low ball hitter, that really helped me to, to stop the ball in greens. And so, um, so that was last year. This year they gave me the whole set for free. I don't know if it's cause I won the first tournament or what, but <laughs> they, uh, they hooked me up, but, um, I love those irons and I'm, I'm using, um, you know, the Titleist Pro V1X ball, which I think is great, and Titleist wedges. I've got a an Odyssey putter. You know, I, I've got a completely mixed bag. But um, but it's perfect. It's kind of the way I grew up playing golf. I had five or six companies in my bag when I first got out of out of college. You know, I just I just tend to want to play whatever works the best for me. And I, I think that's the way everybody should do it. I don't, you know, necessarily think that any one company has – the lock on the best products they they all make great products 
and depending on your, you know, your attack angles and all that sort of stuff, different things might work better for you than they do for your buddy. So see listeners, even the pros do it. So it's fine. If you've got five different brands in your bag, well, Kyle, I really do appreciate <laughs> you uh, taking the time tonight and talking to us a little bit about your experience on tour, as well as about chase 54. And, you know, we're going to be keeping an eye on you as you uh, hit the PGA Tour again soon. Wish you the best of luck this week as well, and uh, perhaps we'll do this again in the future. You got it, Adam. Anytime. I appreciate you having me on.